Well, they said it was never going to happen. Did they? It took years. 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 But finally it's here. The greatest game ever made. Uh-oh. Let's talk about Kingdom Hearts 3 here today. No. Gorsh. No. 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 I heard no, this no. is the end of the, the series. Gorsh. No, no, no. We Donald and Sora are here. Everyone's no, no. here. Wait, does that make me Donald? Do you want to be Sora? Do you want to be Haley Joel Osment? Or do you want to be Donald Duck? And just run around with no pants? Oh. Alright, I'll be Donald. Gorge, Donald. Where's I mean, all the Final like... Fantasy characters? Where's Cloud? Where's Leon? <laughs> Where's... Who else? <laughs> Yuffie? Where's Yuffie? Aerith? Where's Yuffie? Uh... Well, my voice oh. cracked there for a hot second. <laughs> uh, um, no, we're not talking about Kingdom Hearts today. I just wanted to do my, my bad Goofy impression for a hot second. Hold on, make hold, on, hold, on hold on, hold on, hold on. Donald, is that you? That's my response. Gorsh. Uh, that's that's a skill that I have. I'm sure that makes me a, a, a marketable person on the love market. My, my kid keeps make, trying to get me to go take him to a concert. <laughs> the best concert ever! Oh no! You get I to do the go perfect save cast. the world and hang out with King Mickey. Gorsh, wake me up! <laughs> Uh, <laughs> We're not talking about Kingdom Hearts 3. No. Neither of us even bought Kingdom Hearts no. 3. And, and that's saying something because I bought like Kingdom Hearts 1 and Kingdom Hearts 2 and I really liked them. And then I played like some of the spinoffs and I didn't like them. And then eventually I gave up on the series. Um, after replaying Kingdom Hearts 1 and a half, I think it was, I realized like, oh, this game wasn't that good. So um, anyway, I have avoided Kingdom Hearts 3 and... I, we're not talking about that today. I can't wait for the end for that secret epilogue to come out and, and reveals this game is actually Kingdom Hearts two point nine nine four three over five hundred eighty seven and three quarters. Kingdom Hearts uh, three coming in twenty twenty five. That that tweet that you you mentioned earlier about everything at Sony's twenty. Oh, how it's been! It's it's finally two th over two thousand days later that everything from the E three twenty thirteen. Uh, press conference has finally been released yeah yeah yikes uh, uh i guess congrats to you guys who like kingdom hearts 3 you finally got your game um hopefully, i hope you hey, enjoy it hopefully it was worth the wait yeah i really hope that it was worth the wait um i i regret that i actually i don't regret it i i'm not playing it <laughs> but i hope that it's great for all you guys who have been waiting for it. um it's also tragic they took out everything final fantasy besides moogles yeah, it's a bummer. Uh, hello, welcome to this week's episode of Season 9 by Chicago OVA. It's episode 112. Uh, it's a podcast where we have conversations about anime, manga, video games. Uh, I'm Jared joined as always, by Doc Alley and Ladium. Hello. Also known as Donald Duck. Gorsh. <laughs> uh, and today we're talking about some anime. 
We are. Actually, technically anime and manga. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, Well, technically an anime you got me to watch. Yes. Which is rare that it goes that direction. But of a manga that I had read previously, so. Yes, and I'm currently reading the manga. Yeah. Uh, we are talking about, so let's see if we can get this name right. <laughs> Oof. Uh, Wotakoi, Love is Hard for Otaku, or the Japanese title, Wotaku ni Koe wa Muzukashi. Honestly, I just, refer, I just refer to it as Love is Hard for an Otaku. I just refer I, to it I, as Wotakoi, because I'm a jerk and hate I'm myself. I'm terrible at pronunciation, so. Fair. Uh, um... So yeah, this is a manga that's been out since 2014. It was originally a web manga, right? True, yes. Mm. And then got collected in the manga starting in 2015 and currently still going. The anime came out last year. Last year. In April. And uh, yeah, it was one of those things I wanted, I... I wanted to watch last year, Yes, but it being on amazon prime makes it maybe just be like Ugh. yeah it was it was a thing and i watched it i think it was in the in between of when i finished the phd and when i got the job because i remember i watched it at my mom's house right um but i was initially planning to cancel my amazon account so i was like i want to watch the exclusive prime anime that i'm interested in so i watched this one and all the stuff that's not canceled. now on high dive yeah, I uh, I didn't end up canceling it because I live in Alabama now and need Prime. But um, anyway, that was the original intention. So I watched it last year and I really enjoyed it. Um, I guess, spoiler alert, I really enjoyed it. But um, I've been rereading the manga and I finally was like, hey, you should watch the anime. Here's my Prime account. And I was like, all right, I'll finally watch this anime and... God, Amazon Prime streaming when you have to watch things in different languages f***ing sucks. Yeah, it's not great. Um, but, like, also, what's new that Amazon's not great? Like, let's, let's, uh, oh, there's, there's, uh, there's subtitle stuff happening. Let's, let's pop up a thing saying, hey, the next episode's coming, and then just completely turn off the subtitles for that. Yeah. Like, what the f***? Yeah, it's And then it's just, terrible. like, the subtitle options are real terrible. Mm-hmm. In general, it's just, it's a f nightmare but uh, uh like i said keeping with trend amazon's terrible yeah but like i i really uh, i enjoyed what i watched um mm -hmm. there's it's some very clear that it's uh an anime based off a of manga that's still ongoing yes which we're gonna we're gonna talk about that later on yeah just um, saying right now yeah and it's especially because it only got like 11 episodes there is a there yeah. is an ova coming uh i think sometime this year Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Uh, scheduled to be oh, released on March 29th to nice. coincide with the release of the seventh volume. Nice. Uh, but we were we were talking about this, uh, I think, yesterday or the day before. Like, there is a, there's a live-action film also coming, but that's coming in yeah. 2020. <laughs> Oof. So, yeah, we were talking uh, about yesterday. So, ways away. And, like, the only pe there's only, like, two people attached to it right now, so that's just the two leads. Um... One of them, I'm still like not sure that he fits, but um, you know, makeup is a thing. He's the, the thing is though, he's been in like a lot of like anime production, anime productions, and in like shojo esque or shojo adaptations. 
Mm-hmm. Like he was in Orange, the adaptation of that. He was in the adaptation of Your Lie in April. He was in the adaptation of Hyoka. <laughs> wow. Uh, he was in the adaptation of One Week Friends. So like, I think he can pull it off. Yeah, I was just saying in terms like, of look actual, wise, like, yeah, look wise, that might be a thing. But like, also in terms with, of him understanding how to do it, yes, he could totally pull off with that that credential behind him. It's a live action film, so you don't have to you don't have to get the looks the look completely right. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's hard to look like an anime character. Trust me, I've tried. And this is the JoJo film, which they just go full bore for. Oh my god, that's hilarious. We still need to watch that. We really do. Because we can't get spoiled um, on it because we were way past that stuff now, but... Yeah. Just curious about that. Um, but let's talk about this. Okay. Um, like I said, I would read the manga, I think, before you had, before you would got into mm-hmm. it, and, like... Uh, I really enjoyed it as like as as kind of like this uh, shojo style, but like even Wikipedia classifies it as Jose, so there you go. It does. Which I I, I I'd buy that. Yeah, I would too. Because it is about adults and kind of, I guess, leans more into be like more like an adult drama instead of just like hashtag basic shojo, which is. Still great. It's still great, but also like high school drama. So yeah, like this one is. That's part of why I was real into watching it was because it's like adults. Yeah. That are dealing with some things that like I also deal with, even though to a different level. I relate to one of the guy characters more than I do one of the girl mm-hmm. characters, but you know, whatever. And like the main... I also relate a lot to the main girl. <laughs> The main crux of, like, all the characters is that, like, they're all otakus and how... Of various levels. Yeah, of various levels interests. and various... Yeah. And just, like, how, like, romance and dating is diff- is supposedly different for them and all this and how, you know, what happens when, you know, you're you're like this and you're dating someone who has no interest in this. Like, one of, like, the early, early plot points is... Uh, the main girl not me like talking about like oh i had to hide all this stuff because you know if they found out they would just completely they would just distance themselves from me and dump me immediately yeah so uh there's all that but yeah like i i one of the things i think that i gravitated towards was just like hey it's adult characters and that's cool because it's not that often you see that in this medium yeah you rarely see that and it, it was it was nice and also like i guess because the both of us are pretty solidly nerds mm-hmm. like it, it was kind of cool to see adult characters who are also just full-on nerdy yeah and like unabashed Sometimes about too, it like re- yeah yeah totally one thing i found interesting about this show was the the voice cast yes which we we kind of talked about but like uh the two people who voiced narumi and hirotaka the the main two characters are kind of like not as known voice actors but like everyone else is like a really big voice actor. <laughs> yep. So uh the person voicing uh, Hanako is Miyuki Sawashiro who is like the Japanese voice of Elizabeth in Persona 3. Um there's other people I was talking to you about. She's a Tokofukawa and Danganronpa, all those mm-hmm. iterations. Um there was a big list. I mean, she was in a lot of things. 
We talked too much via text, so I don't know that I'd be able to find it again. <laughs> Dang it. All of our, our good our good content. We're just wasting for the text messages. <sighs> uh there was I other mean... there was other stuff. I just I'm probably gonna find it. Oh, she's a she's the game voice of Jolene and the JoJo games. Mm-hmm. There was something else. Oh, she's a uh, Akane and nine 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 and Zero Time Dilemma. Mm-hmm. And also apparently the female protagonist in the Cluggy Effect. Really? Yeah. Wow. So a bunch of like really like there's obviously like just a ton more, but like mm-hmm. a bunch of well known roles. So like she's a if you if you know like some of those uh, franchises and like the Japanese dubs of them specifically like you know. Like who, what she sounds like. Sayo from Nozaki Kun as well. Yes, that is I one. found the text. By the way, <laughs> thank you. Uh, uh, we also have uh, some other good ones that I can pull do. up if you don't remember them. Uh, the voice actor for Taro is Tomokazu Sugita, who is mm-hmm. at least for for me is most famously known as being young Joseph Joestar. What do you mean the... for you? Also me. Well, you didn't watch the Japanese dub. That's true, but also anything Joseph Joestar is great. Uh, yes, he, I mean he did play young Joseph in the games as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also Tanaka Gundam and Danganronpa two and three, <laughs> which is like yeah, of course. Uh, he is uh, Yusuke in Persona Five, and like a butt ton of other stuff. Well, he's not Yusuke in a butt ton of other stuff, but he's in a butt ton of <laughs> other stuff. <laughs> Uh, so, like, that was an interesting thing. I was like, oh, huh. 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 I mean, he's in Tokyo Mirage Sessions. That, uh... What? Who is he? Krom. Wow. So, he's just Krom. <laughs> nice. Also is in Zero Time Dilemma as Carlos. Okay. Wow. You said that Koichi's in there, too. Uh, yes. Uh, Naoya uh, Hirotaka's brother is Yukikaji. Who is who plays uh, Kyoichi in the uh, Japanese dub of Diamond is Unbreakable? Probably wow. more famously known um, as his role as Aaron Yeager from Attack on Titan. Oh, okay. But he, he's also like done just a ton of stuff. Uh, he's also, uh, real interestingly enough, uh, the the voice of Phoenix Wright in the Ace Attorney anime. Oh, wild. Yeah, I did not know that. And I was like, oh, huh. And then for you, obviously, the connection here is that he is Finnis and could realize. <sighs> Which makes you make a noise. Well, it's crazy because, like, I've been saying for ages that, like, that voice actor is freaking talented because he can go from, like, zero to 60 in terms of menacing and no time flat and like his laugh he can make extremely creepy so mm-hmm. like the fact that he's also doing this role he has he has like, range he has range yeah holy cow like i'm impressed uh and then finally the the last character ko is voiced by aoyuki who is another prolific japanese voice actor uh, she was uh, Madoka and Puo Magic Madoka Magica, which is a very famous role. Uh, the Japanese voice of Aika from Persona 4, the animation, clearly one of her best roles. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
She oh she's also uh she's Maya in the Ace Attorney anime. Okay. So there's there is something. She's your favorite character in My Hero Academia. The frog girl. <gasps> Froggy. Yeah. And then she's also uh, she's Futaba in Persona Five. Okay. And then probably something else as well. I want to say there was something else. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'll <sighs> uh, But regardless, like, you can kind of see how just, like, utterly ridiculous, like, this voice cast is in terms of, like, who they got for, like, the supporting characters, which seems wild. Yeah, I mean, like, it's kind of cool, though, that they went with relatively unknown, like, protagonists characters mm -hmm. and then like bolster that up with like this insanely talented voice cast like which the main two are really good too oh yeah totally it's just um but like you know it, it's really cool to me and you know we we've talked about this when it came to um diamond is unbreakable that like you have like these insane casts around like somebody who's relatively unknown mm -hmm. and i really really like that they are when when people give relatively unknown people a chance to be a main character it's, it's awesome to me mm -hmm. and just like having like that kind of like supporting cast around them like i think is good and like helps kind of boost them up as well yeah totally but uh i so you made mention of this right before i started watching you're like hey so <laughs> just a heads up <laughs> <laughs> this is an a1 pictures joint yeah, I did tell you right before you started. I was like, just, just, just so you know. Which, uh, which we've talked about here on multiple occasions about. Sometimes a one can be all right. Sometimes they can be Ace Attorney season sometimes, one. Sometimes, sometimes they can be Ace Attorney season one. <laughs> I honestly think this might be one of the better a one like adaptations they've done. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, um, it's actually good it has moments where it goes in a1 territory but but like i think in terms of like capturing the feel of the manga in terms of just like character design how these characters emote how they oh, like super, act and everything like it's completely spot on yeah i agree in a way that like you could you could definitely mess this up and i d they just didn't like everything like it feels like oh i'm just this is this this is literally the manga on the tv And it's it's I mean, incredibly it well great. done. Yeah, it translated very very well. Um, so like us praising a one on a freaking podcast. What is this life? <laughs> 2019, the year of unpopular opinions. Oh God, please don't. Uh, I mean, like things that n we never thought would happen. Kingdom Hearts three actually coming out, and us praising a one pictures all in the on same a, week. A podcast <laughs> all in the same week. All in the same day. <laughs> What the heck is 2019? <laughs> oh man. Uh, normally we would do an episode by episode breakdown of all these of these like when we do uh, anime episodes, but Wikipedia is like, hey, we did a recap of the first episode and then just stopped. Nice. So we can't really do that. Could we do it? Like, is there another one that we could find? I could try and find it while we're doing episode uh... one. <laughs> Or I could just look at the episode title list if we could try and remember it. Yeah. 
I don't know if like I think Amazon might have like synopses for each episode. Yeah, they do. We'll go off that then. Yeah, that's probably the better idea. Get out of here, ABG. Care. <laughs> All right, let's talk about this first episode. It's called Narumi and Hirotaka meets again, and dot dot dot. This is the Wikipedia synopsis, and then we'll go. We'll move to the Amazon ones. Twenty-six-year-old uh, Narumi Momose is a diehard Fujoshi otaku, which, if you are not a not up to date. <laughs> or not in the know of what like what that means. Uh boys love. And she loves boy she likes boys love uh manga and anime mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. Who recently switched jobs in hopes of being able to play off an image of a perfect, beautiful young lady. However, her hopes are crashed when she reunites with her middle school classmate, Hirotaka Nifuji, an avid gamer otaku that knows about her secret. Both reconnect over alcohol and Hirotaka promises he won't tell on Narumi's otaku secret, commenting how love is difficult for people like them because others think they're abnormal and weird. After Narumi's mm-hmm. second day at work, she promises to meet him at 6 p.m. for drinks, but is unable to finish her work on time, so Hirotaka stays behind for her. As they drink, Hirotaka asks Narumi out, offering her to her offering to her offering to her pass her game levels as a benefit. It's <sighs> good uh, good writing. Excited Narumi yep. accepts. One of the uh the interesting things I I went back and reread the the manga was that <laughs> Uh, but from the time that the original manga came out to now, like they went from Vita, to they Switch. went from Vita to Switch, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Which is also interesting as well because, like, they actually have um, actual gameplay footage of the the Switch Monster Hunter game in there. Which is wild. Yeah. Something I really wasn't expecting in the slightest, and also like they don't like the Switch isn't like named or anything or like. Yeah, they don't say it, but yeah, but it's, it's like very here's the here's the is. Monster Hunter game footage, <laughs> which is uh, which is interesting. Um, but yeah, like this uh, this first episode is kind of just introducing everyone, sets the story up, romance immediately. Yep. Well, romance and like quotations because it it doesn't really like. <sighs> It's the start. I guess how, it's a start, because how should we best explain this? They're they're essentially like, okay, well, we can like just date because we know each other's secrets about being otaku, and like we're not going to judge each other, even though they do judge each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's more like playful teasing than it is like rude being mean about it. Yeah. Um, and it's super cute. Honestly, like it's it's weird, and like they um they both say multiple times that like you're not my type, even though um we find out later that that might not be necessarily the case on one <laughs> side of it. But yep, yep. Um, but it it's really really cute to me that they're like you know what we should do this, and it's like such a fanfic trope. I love it. <laughs> um, like fake dating, yeah, but then they don't even fake date; they just date date. Um, but I, 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 I'm trying to think of the best way to word this. Um, I'm not good at hiding the fact that I am a complete and utter nerd. Oh, same. (laughs) Um, so like, I get that struggle that they're presenting here of like, you know, some people just don't get this lifestyle. They just don't. Right. And that's fine. And, um, 
I've only ever dated other people who are nerdy um, to disastrous results mostly, but um, <laughs> like I can get trying to hide that. And um, I've also just not been good at that because like my entire your entire being is kind of like it's it's who I am as yeah. a person. Um, like whether I am like case in point, your research. My research is nerdy. Like my like I'll wear a Zelda dress to work with no shame. Like it's it's just who I am, and so. Like, I can get the idea of it, but also just, like, the the concept of having this, like, romantic anime manga around, like, people being nerdy just super appealed to me. Yeah. I was about that life. And as I was saying earlier, I, I, I feel like I'm kind of, like, a mix between the two because I am, like, not into boys' love at all. Right. Um, but, like, a lot of her characteristics I relate to, but I, I also relate a lot to him. <laughs> Because he has kind of like the whole like I get into gaming mode and like antisocialish. Um, there's a there's a there's definitely a part here later like an episode where I was like oh that's uh that's something I would do. Oh now I'm curious. You'll have to let me know when we get there. Uh, but also like they there I, are many things that yeah. I'm like this this is something I would do. <laughs> they uh in, in the manga they talk about like I think during this part where like the first episode is like they talk about how Narumi like. Like, when they're talking about her dating history, like, I think he asked her, like, oh, but don't you, like, pick all the right choices when you're playing your Otome games? I was like, hmm, hmm. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, man, that that's that's a real thing. Uh, uh, and, I mean, like, people are used to me at this point, and I, I don't know that it's necessarily a good thing, but, like, yes, I will scream about the fact that I am completely in love with Victor Frankenstein and Coderalize. <laughs> he is not a real person. But I still love him. He is best boy. Uh, there's a part in here as well where like Narumi's trying to like fit in with her new job, and uh, mm-hmm. um, Hanako's like walking her around, and and they don't know like each other's like thing yet. But then like they go to or they go to lunch, and Narumi's like, I want to get to know her better. And then she's mm-hmm. like, Wait a minute, she looks kind of familiar. And then like <laughs> Hanako also looks up, like wait a minute, you also look familiar. And, like, Anako's like, oh, you're bleep artist. And then she's like, Narumi's like, oh, God. <laughs> I disowned that name. But then, like, that, like, lets them connect of, like, and with their own interests because, like, they've actually, like, met before at, like, a comic hit. So I thought that was a, a funny, a funny little gag. Uh, Let's talk about the next episode. Mm-hmm. It's called Are We Now Dating? And now we're using <laughs> the Amazon synopsis, which is like two sentences. Well, we'll still be able to figure it uh, out. Narumi and Hirotaka went from being otaku friends to being in a relationship. However, Narumi feels awkward and starts avoiding Hirotaka. When they notice what's going on, their, their senior co-workers, Hanako and Taro, tr- try to give some advice. Um, so I feel like this is more where we get characterization of those two. Mm-hmm. Also, a lot um, of Evangelion because... references in this episode. Yeah. That was a thing. <laughs> uh, that's another thing, is that, like, you you feel even more nerdy when you get the references that they throw down. Yeah, they're they're, they're like... very blatant with references, and even sometimes to the point of, like, 
showing other manga in this series. Um, yeah. One of the most ridiculous uh, references I found was rereading the the first volume of the manga. And mm-hmm. they literally talk about, um, I think it's this, it's literally from this episode where it happens. But, like, it's early on in the manga and it's, like, they're trying to figure out, like, why Narumi's avoiding Hirotaka. And, like, it, it basically goes into, like, this battle sequence of, like, a JRPG. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Hanako and Taro kind of start fighting each other. Not, like, fighting, but, like, bickering with each other. And, like, yeah. supposedly, like, it, it references, like, a, a TV variety show and, like, a song that plays during, like, that, like, when that would happen. And then, like, in the translation notes, it's, like, so, you know, the song plays during this TV variety show. But also, it was the theme song for Japanese wrestling legend Stan Hansen. And I was, like, <laughs> holy I did not realize I was going to f- see a Stan Hansen reference in this f- manga. Holy And even though it was like oh detailed, God. it was like, you know, he, he was an American pro wrestler who found more fame in Japan than he did in America. And I was like, wow, they're really going into detail here. That's amazing. Um, Yeah, I mean, the references in this are hilarious. Uh, I, I was sending you some yesterday that it's not... Well, I think it's later, and it was, we can talk about it, but there's, like, JoJo references, too. Yeah, there's, like, multiple and, um, JoJo references throughout this entire run. Which, you know, it's kind of like the whole, like, is that a JoJo reference? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it is a JoJo reference. Very much so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I like that we're, like, getting in this episode, and we, we get it more throughout the series that we realize, like, oh, these two are also, like, giant nerds in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think that's one thing that I find really cool about this series is that they're all otaku, but they all have their different, like, niche. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, Hirotaka has gaming. Mm -hmm. Um, Nerumi has the boys' love thing, and she's also an artist. Um, Blinking on her name. Hanako. Yes. She has, like, the whole cosplay thing, which she's also into boys' love, but cosplay is, like, her thing. Her thing, yeah. Um, And then... um, Orangey. Taro is like less. He's he's kind of like Taro. less than them, but like he's more into like. He literally is like I I like shoujo manga. <laughs> yeah, he, he likes like manga that. a lot. Um, but he he's like the least of all of them, but still to the level that like they can they can he can hang with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's he's more into like manga. I also like. I think they kind of like dip into this a little bit later, but like I I really like the idea of them positioning like Hanako and Taro as like you know in high school they were big like they were big sports people and like they yeah. were like they were like kind of like the jocks but then like eventually you know they kind of lead this life and Taro at the time was like he gets found out about his his lifestyle by Hanako and she like blackmails him about it but like I just like the idea of like them showing like hey you yo you can kind of, you can like sports and like this kind of other mediums as well like it's not mutually exclusive mm-hmm. that you have to like one or the other which is, like, a thing that you always kind of see, it, it seems like, unfortunately. But, I mean, like, it's kind of changing more nowadays, but, like, still, it's it's almost seen as, like, this rare thing when, oh, someone's into sports and anime? What? Yeah, How wow. How can that be? You, can, you can't, like, but both not, of them. Not, not sports anime. Not sports That's anime. <laughs> you can only like one or the other. It's the law. It's not, not, not the case. Uh, but yeah. But yeah, they were they were big jock people, mm-hmm. and now they're more into the 
the nerdy side of stuff. And just arguing with each other a lot. <laughs> a lot. Uh, this next episode is called Sales Event and Gamers Meet Up. Hashtag gamers. Gamers uh, capital G. <laughs> I mean, it's a capital G in this title. Ugh. Hirotaka invites Narumi to his house after work, but Narumi starts acting weird. As they head to his place, Narumi talks about her childhood memories, but tells Hirotaka that she doesn't remember how they started becoming friends. Hirotaka has a sad look on his face as he listens. Uh, this is basically the misunderstanding episode. Yes. Because <laughs> he's like, hey, you want to always... come to my place? And she's like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Okay, so this is one of the greatest things, and it's also like relatively TMI, but this is so relatable. <laughs> Um, because the whole freaking episode or <laughs> manga chapter, whatever, like, she's like, what color underwear did I wear? <laughs> and it's like the whole episode, she's like wondering about that because she thinks that like, that's why they're going to his plate. They're going to the and bone zone. They're going to the bone zone. And there's this whole part where like, <laughs> she's just like, they're beige. <laughs> um, but, and I think there's even like the gag of, she was like pink and he's like what you want the pink one i don't, I don't have a pink one like giving her a boat. yeah <laughs> um which is cute because he eventually does give her a pink one um thinking still that like she wanted a pink wee boat. <laughs> i was like that's really sweet of him to actually like go get her one <laughs> but at the same time like she was definitely talking about her underwear yep that's so relatable though because i often forget what underwear I'm wearing that day and like, even in the simple fact of, like, if I died today and somebody were to see my body, like, is my underwear going to be cute or oh is it going to be horrific? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> that took a turn. <laughs> but also, like, I've had moments where I'm like, what what underwear do I have on? What do I have on? What do I have on? Oh, God, what did I do? <laughs> um, so that's relatable. And, like, every sense of the word, relatable. Um this is why uh, if somebody were to open my drawer in my in my bedroom, they would see that I have just like a metric butt ton of underwear because I just got a to the point where I was Wiimotes. like, you know what? Everything's going to be... I have a pink Wiimote, actually. Um, I'm, I just decided... Because then I'm never going to run into that issue. God. <laughs> yep. That oh, was my solution. Buddy. Mm -hmm. Now I'll never, never have that problem of, is my underwear cute? Um, but yeah, beige was the color that she had. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, she she definitely thought they were doing the bone zone thing, and it's funny because she's like, "All right, this is happening, I guess." Um, <laughs> because I think they've like fully accepted at this point. Like, yeah, I guess we're dating. This is fine. And then the um, others show up. <laughs> and then the others are there. And she's like, "Oh." Um. This is also the part where they're like trying to find his porn stash, right? Yes. Yeah, and so they're looking everywhere trying to figure it out, and um, Narumi also figures out that Hirotaka is super into, like, busty characters. Mm -hmm. um, and one one goes, of the characters, like, they show is literally from another anime, and I was like, God, that anime f sucked. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes her feel inadequate, because yeah. she is not very busty. Um, although, uh, spoiler alert, I don't think that he really cares that much. No. It's, yeah. it's funny, like, <laughs> she's talking about that. He looks up like, wait, why are my, my figure eights all turned around? Turned around. <laughs> uh, also relatable, to be honest. Um, 
because as also a person who is not very busty, that would make me feel very self-conscious if I like went to someone's house that I'm interested in and they're just like all boobs all the time. I feel like, oh man. Yes, welcome to my collection of boob mouse pads. Oh my god. <laughs> he probably would have a boob mouse pad, honestly. Yeah. 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 I bet he would. Uh, I found it very it's relatable when uh, Hanako and Taro were playing Mario Kart and he's like, and she's like, hey, where are you at? I miss you. And he's like, oh, God, I'm nowhere. You can't find me. Because I'm pretty sure you have done the same thing. I probably have, honestly. Uh. Like, hey, hey, buddy, where are you? Where, where are you? Nowhere. I, I want to come hang out with you. No. <laughs> Then again, um, Jared can confirm I'm pretty, pretty weirdly violent about Mario Kart. It's true. <laughs> I just always want a red shell all the time. God. <laughs> They're everywhere. They're still in my nightmares. I sent you text messages one night because uh, of a red shell because you're you so mad at me. <laughs> you kept bullying me with them. It's fun. God. Uh, uh, this is the first kiss episode, by the way, as well. Yes. So there's that. Uh, yeah, kisses are a big deal. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, the next episode is called Is Mature Love is Difficult? Uh, Hanako and Taro get into a fight when they go out for drinks after work one day. Hanako starts to worry because she thought that dating Taro would be easy since they were both otaku. Noarmi is reminded of her own relationship as she watches Hanako and Taro. So they get there's a fight in the in the drinkies. In the drinkies. In the drinkies. The drink zone. The drink. <laughs> the drink zone. You mean the bar? Yeah, the drink zone. Oh on down god. to the drink zone. Oh my god. Of course, daughter, um, I'm in the drink zone. I think that's another thing that this series does really well, though, is that it doesn't just focus on the main two. Mm -hmm. Like, these two are definitely main characters, and we get to see more of, like, what their relationship is, what their dynamic is, and how they also, like, work within, like, the, the main two's relationship. Yeah. Um, because it would be super easy to just let them fall on the wayside and be like the the supportive of the main two, but not like learn much about them. Right. Um, but we learn a lot about them and how they work. Especially because like their, that's great. their relationship is a lot different because like they've been together for a lot longer. A lot longer. They've been together since high school. So they're not in like this honeymoon phase of hey, we just got together and all that sort of stuff. It's like you know we've been we've been here for a while. <laughs> They're, they're the, the thick of it. <laughs> they're the Vietnam vets of this. Jesus, they've seen things. But uh, sorry, yeah. I shouldn't make jokes about Vietnam vets. <laughs> they're great. But yeah, this is mostly an episode just like people evaluating their relationships and and all that. And it gets uh, it gets Narmi kind of thinking about her and and. Uh, and uh, Hirotaka. Hirotaka. And, and then, like, at the end, they kind of, like, talk, and he's just like, 
But she's like, oh, you're probably just settling because we're both otaku and it's just easy. And he's just like, I mean, yeah, I am kind of settling, but like, I want it. I want this because I want it. That's why. Yeah. Like, it's not because we have similar interests and everything. It's like, it's because I'm into you and all that jazz. He might have an extra crush. Nah, probably not. Mm, we'll see. <laughs> uh, the next episode is called Introducing Naoya and Gamers Meetup Part 2. <laughs> Hanago and Taro see Narumi having fun talking to a Starbucks barista. A Starbucks. <laughs> it starts to get suspicious. However, it turns out that the young guy she was talking to is actually Hirotaka's younger brother, Naoya Nifuji. Afterwards, they all end up going over to Hirotaka's house together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so his brother is the polar opposite of him. Oh, yeah. He is, like, blonde and always has the Mari face. and Resting um, Mari face. Resting Mari face. <laughs> that should be a thing. Um, he's terrible at games. He, he like, is like, he's the complete horrible. opposite of all of them because he's not like into any of the things they're into. Mm-mm. And he, he's actually like social and. Yeah, he's like, he, he's what they would pretty much think of like a normal person. Yeah. And at first they like misunderstand it. They're like, oh my God, Narumi's like cheating on him. What the heck? What's happening? Is this like an old boyfriend? What's going on? And then, uh, they find out, like, oh, it's his brother. <laughs> like, like Hanako calls Neo Food or um, Hirotaku, and is like, and she's like, uh, hey, get over here. And he just shows up, and Toru's like, ah, what are you doing here? <laughs> and he like walk, looks over and notices. And he's like, oh, and like gets up to go walk over, and Toru's like, wait, Nefuji. And like they both turn around, like, yes. <laughs> and everyone's like, they're like, wait, what? <laughs> and that's how they get introduced. Yep, and it's the brother. And then Toru the entire time thinks like. That uh, now he is just trying to like get like, get with Narumi. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm gonna be the dad here and make sure nothing happens. So then like now he thinks like, oh well they're dating right? And he's like, no, no, these two are dating. And he's like, he's like, what? Just, uh, uh, uh. he starts crying and they're like, he starts oh, crying. Oh, he totally wasn't her. And he's like, I'm so happy. I thought my brother would be alone all the time, and I'm so glad these two got together. I was really hoping for it. Yeah, which um. Not in the anime, but in the manga later, they they make a hint that, like, this is something that he knew about, that, like, there was a feeling there, mm-hmm. and that he's been pushing for it for ages, and Hirotaka's like, dude, shut your mouth, I will kill you. <laughs> they show that at the end of the anime. Do they? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, but yeah, now he is just, like, the epitome of pure and innocent. <laughs> he's pure and also, like, Oh my god, he's so naive. He's very oblivious, yeah. Um, but yeah, they get to game with him, and he's terrible at he's it. Absolutely terrible. And... The one thing about the manga that's funny is that like they infer that they're playing Smash in the anime. Yeah. In the in the manga, they show it, and he's like playing as Kirby, and just like not doing good at all. And he just like floats off the edge yeah. all the time, and yeah. Uh, he's garbage at it, and uh, Hirotaka is always like. Yeah, no, I don't want to play with him. Like, he's he's awful. He's not gonna be on my team. <laughs> and then, like afterwards, everyone's like, make make get him better. Yeah. Let him play. Make him get better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, following that, we get the uh, the the traditional Christmas episode. It's I called do. Bleak Christmas. 
in the end of the year and Christmas, or it's the end of the year, it's not in the end of the year, it's the end of the year and Christmas is coming up while everyone is busy. Hanako, who tells Narumi that last year's Christmas was the worst ever, isn't expecting us this year. Meanwhile, Taro is busy at work. Uh, Christmas. Christmas. Um, they, they see Naoya as Santa. And, as and, Santa! And, and Narumi's like, this is the worst job ever. <laughs> Yeah, he has to see everybody else being happy. And he's just like, eh, it's whatever. <laughs> uh, and then they're just like trying to figure out things to do on Christmas. I I feel like I don't remember anything that happened this episode outside of that. <laughs> and I literally I mean, probably just watched it yesterday. And I've read the manga and I don't actually remember this. So. Uh, oh, at the Christmas end. Um, well, they have the whole thing of like Hanako saying like how last year's Christmas was really bad because Taro like had to work. It was like swamped with that. Uh, he makes it up to her like this year, and like they go to like a fancy restaurant that has like a a view of the skyline and all this sort of stuff. Like mm-hmm. that's like the end of the episode. All right. See, I remember if I put my mind to it. Good job. I'm proud of you. Hey. Uh, up next, we have online gaming and their respective nights. <laughs> Not nights, as in like K and I H T S. Yeah. Like nights is like a, it's night outside. Yes. The group decides to get together to play an online game. However, while they wait inside the game for Hirotaka to join them, a rare enemy suddenly appears. Narumi, Hanako, and Taru aren't strong enough to beat the enemy themselves and find themselves in a tight spot when suddenly a savior comes to the rescue. I was like, I, I was, I was kind of wondering as like the, the anime was going along with like, cause I know like the, the MMO parts are kind of like a, a bigger deal in like the latter parts of the manga. I was like, are, yeah. are they even going to get to this stuff? Cause like it's not showing up or anything. Are they just gonna skip over it? But then yeah, they uh they finally get to it. Um. But yeah, they they play an MMO together. Well, I mean, even the opening, which I want to talk about the opening before we finish this podcast. But um, even the opening has them like in their MMO outfits yeah. at one point. Um, which is a thing that like Taru sees uh Narumi and hers, and he's like, oh my god, she's so cute. Um, <laughs> which I guess. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, you're fine. Go ahead. I was going to say, should we mention that, like, he says multiple times that, like, she's more of his type. Mm-hmm. So he does say a few times, like, oh, man, she's really cute and uh, gets gets like that. But he's he's not, like, being a creeper about yeah. it. Uh, like, uh, when Hanako shows up, he's like, wait, isn't that a paid costume? Did mm-hmm. you pay for that? And she's like, it was basically free. <laughs> and like, a ghost comes up and he's like, no, it was not free. <laughs> it was not free. Uh, so um, yeah, they're basically trying to, they're waiting for Hirotaka to, to show up and then like he shows up but then it's like Naoya has him yeah. <laughs> and they're like, do you know how to play this game? And he's like, no, he, you know, Hirotaka said he's going to come after he watched his anime. So I'm here to play. How do I punch? <laughs> <laughs> he gets like obliterated. And, um, the, the outfit for Hirotaka's character is hilarious. It's so ridiculous. Uh, it it's it's a thing. It's like a tracksuit with slippers and then like a sash. And the sash says something to the effect of like never want to get a job. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's got like some kind of like '90s Matrix shades on too. I mean, who wouldn't? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, he gets smoked. And they're all like, "Oh God, we're gonna die!" And then Hirotaka shows up for real and like takes out the enemy. 
they're like, yay. Yay. I don't remember what... good at this game. I don't remember what the other part of this episode is because it doesn't say here in the synopsis, so... Um, what's the what's the title? It's Online Gaming and Their Respective Nights. Mm, yeah, I don't remember. Quality content you expect here from the season of Checkup OVA. <laughs> I mean, in my defense, it's been like half a year since I In my defense, it. it's been like 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> you were trying to like power through it though it's true um it's probably just about like how they hung out at night at some point i don't know um was it there uh, i'm trying to think i mean usually they just hang out and game or something but like there was something about like somebody being drunk but i don't remember when that episode was i think that was earlier I did this wrong. There we go. Okay, we're good. Uh, up next, we have Weaknesses Thunder and Years of Insecurity. Uh, Hirotaka asks Taro with what he and Hanako are like when they're alone. Taro answers that they're the same as Hirotaka and Narumi, but Hirotaka doesn't fully believe him and proposes a new idea to Narumi on the way home. Uh, this is the episode where we find out that Hirotaka is very terrified of thunder and lightning because it destroyed one of his saves when he was saves? younger. <laughs> So he's also not relatable. Uh, so he's like working with like giant headphones on, <laughs> which is not allowed. And he like, ends up taking like mental health breaks at certain points, which yeah. ends up being smoke breaks, really. But um, he just is really, really terrified of it because he was playing the Super Nintendo when he was a kiddo and lightning Erases and thunder erased his saves. Which, like, God, that's tragic. <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, like, there's a there's a point where he asked the Hanako and Taro, like, hey, what do you guys like when you're alone? Do you, like, argue all the time? And it just turns into another argument. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, oh one no, thing you're before not we move on to that, though. Yeah. Um, I, I did want to say that, like, this is a moment that, like, you see Nerumi actually, like, trying to really, like, help him. Uh-huh. Um, because like she goes on the other side of the the wall where he is when he's taking his mental health break and like talks to him and tries to like talk him through it, which is yeah. really, really nice. And it's like one of the first times that you actually see her like really seeming more like they're dating as opposed to just like, hey, we're friends that hang out and say we're dating. Right. Like she actually is trying at this point to like make him feel better. And so like that that was a turning point for me, honestly. It's good, good, good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, continue. They're not like us. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean their relationship is very different. But as we've said, like they've been at this for like a Years, decade, basically. Yeah. So uh, I think this is the the end of this is like he asked her out on a date, like an actual yeah, date, he, date, like an actual date, date, like real people. Yeah, which leads us to the next episode. It's called "Go Out on a Date with Me." Cute. They go to the amusement park. Uh, Hirotaka, the music park. Hirotaka takes Narumi on a date. However, Narumi has a hard time switching over to Nanotaka mode. Hirotaka tells her that he wishes she acted more formally than normal, so they get, try going on a date where they've made otaku things off limits. So yeah, they go to the, the, the amusement park, but also anytime they try and reference anything they like, it's like, penalty, put 500 yen in the piggy bank. Yeah, so they carry around a piggy bank and try and be like Nanotaku throughout the date, and uh, it's, it's funny. They're there's um like one of the blatant JoJo references in this part in the mm -hmm. manga, and I think it's in the anime too, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Um, 
but they're essentially like at a generic version of like Disney World. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and trying to be normal because they literally have the haunted mansion there. Um, like that's the ride that they're on when she's she's scared to go on it and she ends up grabbing the wrong person yep. to go on the ride with her. And I think one of the cutest parts about this is that um, Tara asks, like, you know, why do you have your arms crossed? Why do you like that? And she's like, oh, you know, it's just a defense mechanism. And, like, what she's actually thinking is that, like, she doesn't want to accidentally hold his hand. So it means that she was thinking about holding Hirotaka's hand. Mm -hmm. So that's cute. Meanwhile, uh, Hirotaka and uh, Hanako get, like, on the other one. Because he's, like, he's like, I'm not going to write it. And she shows up and is like, hey, why don't you come with me? <laughs> It's actually kind of interesting because, like, you don't really see them two, like, I guess, like, interact, like, as a, like, by themselves a lot. So it was interesting to kind of, like, see how, like, they would be as a dynamic. Um, yeah. And mostly it's just kind of, like, them talking about, like, their respective relationships and, like, how things are going and how they're in a, a mess of a situation. <laughs> yeah. Um, But she's she's very encouraging to him. Yeah. Um, Which is nice. And not really something you would expect, really. Mm -hmm. um, because they all really dunk on each other a lot. But at this point, she's, like, really trying to help him. Like, hey, you know, you, you can do this. It's all right. Because he's, like, thinking, like, oh, nothing's changing with how we are and all that sort of stuff. And she's like, eh. Eh. <laughs> Maybe uh, not what you think, but. Yeah. Uh, um. The end of the episode is kind of like where things... Everything's happened. Things happen. Yes. It's cute. Um, I know that it's in a different place in the manga, but they explain the earring thing, like the ear piercing thing in this part of the anime, right? I think it's before. It's not in okay. this episode, but like it, they, they, they talk about it in a previous episode. About how... Like, okay. Because like, I think it's, it's, it's about the part where like she notices his ears had been pierced. Mm -hmm. And then, like, another, maybe it's either that same time or, like, another point where he kind of remembers of, like, actually why going he to, did it. why he did it. And, like, you get, like, a flashback of him seeing Narnami and, like, an ex-boyfriend and he's, like, all pierced up. He's like, well, gotta do this now. <laughs> this yeah, is what's cool. Like, his whole thing is he's, like, you know, I was trying really hard to be an adult. And growing and, up. Um, and growing up, yeah. And so, like, that was one thing that I kept wondering when I was watching the anime because I had not read the manga. Mm -hmm. And I was like, they specifically make his ears pierced, but he doesn't wear any earrings. Like, that's a detail that they have to bring up at some point because you're not right. just going to draw, like, a hole in somebody's ear for no reason. Right. So I was glad that it finally got addressed. But, yeah, he uh, he has, like, the self-piercing kit. Mm -hmm. And he he's trying to impress her and... Uh, she, she asked at one point about it and basically he says like, you know, I was trying to be an adult and she's like, you know, I, 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 I forget how she words it, but basically like she's interested in like what's happened between that point right. and now. And he's, um, he's kind of just like, has this feeling like, well, I'm just, I've just been a kid, which is funny. Cause like in the manga, <laughs> he just goes, he 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 has that same kind of like expression, but he's like, "I just want to be a Toys R Us kid." 
Yeah, yeah, it's great. Which is real good. Um, but it, it's it's relatable. I get that part. And um, but at the end, you have this whole like scare moment, I guess, <laughs> where yeah. they're hanging out. Um, they sit down on a bench because Hirotaka hurts his, his foot. Feet hurt. He he hurts his feet, and they're they're bleeding, bleeding all over the place. There's blood everywhere. Call everywhere. Um, and so they, they take a break and he was asking because he's been self-conscious, like, do you have fun when you're with me? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you get the whole scare of, she's like, I don't think this is working. We should end it. And he's, and he's like, like, what? Oh God. And then she pulls the piggy bank up. And he's like, we need to stop this penalty now. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, it's, oh. it freaked me out at first when I saw it. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they turn it around and. It, it really shows like his insecurity in it because mm -hmm. he very clearly cares about her and he really wants her to reciprocate that. And that's why he's even asking, like, do you have fun when you're around me? Or yeah. it, like he keeps thinking it's the obligation type thing, which uh, pretty f relatable. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Get that. Um, I get that real, real hard, honestly. Mm -hmm. So that's. Uh, and that insecurity of like wondering do people actually want you around is is it's a real thing. Yep. So, um, but yeah, she just wanted to end the piggy bank thing, and um, then she's free to talk about her her waifus and all that. Her animes, uh, and then she gets uh, him a gift. Yeah. She's like, here you go. Here's a gift. He's like shaking it. Like she's like, no, don't shake it. You can't do that. You can't tell what it is by just that. And he opens it up and it's a, it's a new pair of earrings. And he's just like, huh? That That's weird. And then he like looks at her and he notices like she has the same the same kind. Mm -hmm. And he's like, wait, when did you pierce your ears? He's like, they're just clip-ons. They, they, had, they had matching ones and I got them. I thought it would be cool. Which is a thing in Japan to get like matching jewelry with whoever you're dating. Well, because like they, they, they show that early on with... Uh, with Hanako and well, the Haro, other two, they, they, have they have matching necklaces. necklaces. And it's, it's a very brief thing, like, where it's like you, 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 you would miss it and you would completely not know. Not even think about it. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's but a it, thing. But it's a thing. And, like, she did, she wanted to get him those because, like, because, like you said, like, she didn't, that was a part of him that she didn't know. Yeah. So. And then they're like, oh, uh, your ears are closed up. <laughs> yeah, but before that, before that, you get the scene that I was like screeching about. The fake um, out kiss. Because the fake out kiss. Ah! Um, okay, so for the record, like one of my ultimate weaknesses <laughs> when it comes to anything romance is when like somebody puts their hand on the, the side of your face, like in the jaw area. Like that is a freaking weakness of mine. I lose my. <laughs> um. So I saw that and I'm like, oh, yes. And um, the way that they draw it is beautiful in the manga. But um, I, I had to rewatch the anime because I wasn't sure if they did it the same way. But they did. They, mm -hmm. Like, they fake it out like they're going to kiss. But in fact, they actually hug because he's really thankful for it. And, um, you know, he gets what she's throwing down, basically. And um, he says, like, I'll wear them all the time. It's a fur work. I, I won't wear them there. But I'll wear them everywhere else <laughs> all the time. 
Uh, and then he goes to put them in and realizes that the the hole in his piercing has closed up. Which, by the way, that sucks. I was telling you this last night, I think. Yeah. Um, it really, really sucks when your your ear piercing holes close up because you have to like basically like repop it. Yeah. It's unpleasant. I've had to do that multiple times in my life. That doesn't sound fun. Yeah, I just don't wear earrings all the time, and so when I do, like. If it's been like a year or two since I've worn earrings, it's like, oh shit, I gotta repop this hole. Ooh. Yeah, it's it's great. So, Ooh. um, if he were really dedicated to the cause, he could get it through. Um, but he was struggling at this point, which, you know, is is pretty fitting for this show or this manga or whatever you want to call both of them, because, like, of course they have a moment and then something ridiculous happens. Right. Um. But yeah, so that's that's how that ends. And the manga, he is like, here, I had the piggy bank. You can go get, like, souvenirs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Are you having fun? <laughs> You're making a lot of noise for this podcast, buddy. Yep. Yep. Uh, anyway. So that leads us to the penultimate episode. It's called Introducing Kokun and Online Gaming Revenge. So let's introduce another character right at the very end. <laughs> very end, which is like, again, this is what I was saying is that it, it it's very obvious this is an ongoing mm -hmm. thing because it felt very abrupt. <laughs> uh, at work, Naoya notices a customer concentrating hard on a game. Naoya notices the same online game that he played before and tries talking to the customer, but the customer apologizes and gets up, gets up to leave. So yeah, uh, he sees this person. He's like, I know this game. I want to talk to this person. And... Uh, they they chat for a bit and he says that he wants to be friends with them and this person thinks that he means like a friend request yeah he's like which is uh, funny didn't mean that but okay uh so he he decides he's gonna learn this game so that he can be friends with this person and um he also finds out that they go to the same school as him mm -hmm. I think I think they're in college yeah they're in college okay okay um. And he finds out, like, from his friends, like, this person's a loner, and, um, you know, they're, they're kind of weird, and he's like, I'm gonna be friends with them. It's gonna happen. Mari face. <laughs> and, um, so he, he starts playing, like, this, this kitty cat character in the, the MMO. the MMO, and they're all trying to help him, like, level up so that he can go hang out with this, this person that he met. Because um, he doesn't want to, like, but... hold them back. Right. Because they're good at it. I don't remember when the reveal is that, like, she's a girl. It's not in the anime. It's not in the anime? No. Holy crap. Yeah. So, like, Hilarious. so the big thing is that, like, he thinks that Ko is a is a dude. Yeah. Because uh, Ko kind of dresses very androgynously and... Is tall. Is tall and lanky. So, he's just like, oh, this is a dude. And, like, his friends know that she's a girl, but just don't tell him. And they're just like, oh, he'll figure it out. And I think maybe, like... They don't say it explicitly, and or at least they haven't at the point where I am. Um, but I think maybe like he sees this person by themselves playing and like thinks of his brother, right? Yeah, and it's like I'm, I'm gonna be friends with this person because like they might need a friend. Mm -hmm. um, that's how I would interpret it anyway, but I could be wrong. There is a scene later in the 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 later volume where they are all playing the the MMO together, and like Hirotaka and Ko like team up together nice and and they're both kind of just like eh, i don't like teaming up but all right 
Uh, there's also a scene in the manga during this part of the, during this arc, I guess, that, uh, he's like, yeah, my brother's in the bed behind me, and they're like, don't say it like that, you'll give Narumi <laughs> ideas. Uh, Which is funny. Yeah. Awful. It's, it's a lot of Naoi just trying to, 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 to impress Ko, and still not knowing that who she actually is yeah but yeah this is a late game uh character introduction huh and then we get to the season or the the finale until the ova which is called love is hard for otaku uh narumi mm-hmm. goes over to hirotaka's place it's the name of the series there you go on the last day of vacation while fantasizing about how hirotaka would react when she goes shows up unannounced however when she rings the doorbell no one answers <laughs> Which this is it's such a weird finale as well because like it's a uh, it's a show that has no uh, next on previews yeah so you would watch this and think like oh well, what what's gonna happen next week yep like it's, it's not end. a finale type episode it's really not uh but essentially it's uh, they're on vacation and uh Narumi is like I'm gonna go surprise Theater Talk at this place because we haven't really hung out in a while and she's worried about how he's gonna react if she shows up unannounced. And then she shows up, and he's he's passed out on the floor, and she's, like, looking around, like, oh, God, is he dead? And then she looks around, like, pieces things together, like, game's on, sink is spotless, you haven't ate Still anything. Still wear clothes. You haven't ate anything since, like, a long time. And he's like, I haven't ate since Friday. Friday. It's Monday. Um, so this is the part where I thought of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, Actually, I haven't eaten, so I should do that. I mean, oh, to yeah. be fair, you have slept all day, so, like. I have stuff to But look, let's be real. There are times when, like, we have done intense video game sessions, and I have to be mm-hmm. like, hey, Al, have you ate today? And you're like, oh, no. Yeah, and I mean, there have been multiple times where you text me, and you're like, hey, did you eat anything today? I'm like, oh, shit. no, I haven't. <laughs> All right, I'm on that. Um, so, yeah, you, you probably were not shocked at <laughs> any of this because you're like, yeah, okay. I have my best friend who does the exact mm-hmm. same thing. She just doesn't pass out. Uh, so yeah. she, so Narumi tries to make him something, and she like calls Hanako and Tara, and's like, I don't know what to do. It's like there's nothing in the fridge. It's just bacon and onions. <laughs> and and Hanako's like, does he have rice? And she's like, okay, there's rice. I'm gonna do that. Oh, he doesn't have any salt and pepper either. This is really weird. He has nothing in his kitchen. Help. <laughs> and they're all like, oh my god, she's actually acting like a girlfriend. This is exciting. And like she's just sitting there making food, and then Hirotaka walks in because like she just threw him in like the shower to like clean up and he just walks in he's like i need a towel or something and like he just he's just butt ass naked and he just butt looks over and is like wait what are you here what are you doing here <laughs> <laughs> all while she's still on speakerphone how did they censor it in the anime i don't remember uh, i think they just put like the logo of the show on it on his okay because in in the in the manga it says happy yeah. new year over his butt <laughs> um but yeah, he, he just like pads through the, the kitchen, just butt mm-hmm. naked, dong out. Can, do you have to edit that word? No, dong's dong's fine. Okay, yeah. And she's just like, um, okay. <laughs> so that happens. So he eats, his, he eats her food and then like they go off and go do something. I forget what. And then like they're coming back and she basically is like, He's like, I hey, I want to eat more of your cooking. And she's like, yeah. 
<laughs> oh, she she wanted to go watch like a, a variety show or something. And she's like, I want to watch it with you. And he's like, all right, well, you got to make me food. And she's like, yeah. She starts running and like, he's just like, uh, uh, and then, like as soon as she's like, okay, I'll make you some food. He's like, sprints for like three seconds and this is like, oh, no energy. <laughs> and then like the end of the episode is like kind of just like a little skit with them like talking about like first crushes. And it's all just like anime and game characters. And, yep. and like Narumi runs, like bumps into Ko. It's like, oh, all the characters are here, and that's that's how it ends. It's a really weird ending. It's it. We we talked about this, and just like, like I'm always jazzed at like, hey, things that I like are getting anime adaptations, but, and I understand like you know, when they decided to come up with this being an adaptation, it was probably at the time when like you know maybe three of the volumes were out in Japan. So, like, mm-hmm. obviously, you don't have a lot to work with. And yeah. that obviously hinders things when it's still in production in terms of a manga and all that sort of stuff. So, like, of course, like, you're going to get productions like this where it's just, you know, it, it ends very abruptly. But, like, it sucks every time it happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I can look at my um, my uh, collection of, of home video releases and, <laughs> like, point out, like, all the ones that are pretty much unfinished, like... Yeah. There's some of them, you know, that like they're short enough. Like like Sakamoto was short enough that like it was four volumes. It was fine. You can you can sneak all that in there. Um Pyoka is an unfinished anime. Yep. Because it has stuff on there. Kaon is an unfinished no- anime. Nozaki kun. Nozaki kun is an unfinished anime. Uh I don't know if my love story is an unfinished or not. I, I think it might be. Uh One Rick Friends is, Pop Team Epic is. Um I think that's it. But yeah, like there's and so many other ones. Like I feel like this genre in particular really <laughs> gets hit with this because they'll be like, like comedy love stories. Yeah, and like shojo and all that sort of stuff, where it's just like, you know, it's a popular work, so we gotta get that anime anime adaptation. But then like you literally get like a, it's like you you've been served a full course meal, mm-hmm. and you you're able to eat like the uh the first side and then the plate's taken away from you yeah it's like no you, you don't get that it's tragic because this is um like i i've mentioned it before i'm actually reading through the manga now because i really enjoyed it mm-hmm. and um like it, and my mom actually got me volume one for christmas <laughs> uh <laughs> it, it, there's just so much you could do with it and i'm really really liking it and so it sucks that it's so short and that it ends in such a weird way because like it's good, and it could definitely continue on if they wanted to. Maybe at some point um, they do. Like, you know, there is an OVA coming, which is which that's promising. That is promising. Um, maybe that'll. I'm wondering what it'll be though. It's called Youth, so Youth. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but like maybe like if that sells well enough, you know, it, people would be enticed to create more of it. But you know, that's just the nature of the anime business. Is it, it lives and dies on like how much it sells. Yeah, totally. So, who really knows? It, it like for the most part, like I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if if this is it, because that's yeah, usually like how these either. things go. Yeah. On a less downer note, uh, the opening for this is great. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, it's super cute, mm-hmm. and uh, like the song is fun, but they have like this cute little like hand thing that they do. Yeah, like a little hand dance. The characters. Yeah. I love it. It makes me really happy. Um, they have like the the MMO characters on there. 
a little pixelated form too. Um, for some reason, they have like Nurmi doing like virtual reality, and I don't really get that. Yeah, part, she's in the PSVR headset. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> it kind of just seems like a, a thing that they put in for some reason. Like, hey, nerd stuff. Everyone loves PlayStation yeah, VR, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not a thing that is in the manga and also like not at all in the anime. So I don't know why they did that, but the opening itself was super cute and always made me really hyped to watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually like one of the the Crunchyroll like nominees for opening as well. That's right. kind of impressive. Yeah. I didn't vote for it, even though like it was great, but <laughs> I, I couldn't because there was another one that got my vote. So, but, um, I'm going to continue to read the manga. I just good. ordered the English uh, volume three because it puts two volumes together in right. one. Um, I think, I think so um, that's all that's come out so far in uh in Japan is up to six. So, okay. Um, so I have which one you would be caught up one, then. So- one, two, three, four, five, six. And then there's another one coming out that I have pre-ordered, but um, I don't know when that's... It's like the English one, but it's ages away. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm real excited about being caught up on it, and um, thanks, Mom, for getting me the manga. You won't listen to this because you don't listen to my podcast, but wow. still, thank you. She doesn't! I mean, yeah. I mean, she doesn't... She doesn't... She's not into the stuff that we talk about. Yeah, too um, fair. Yeah, but the funniest part is that whenever she does hear the podcast and, like, when I have it playing, she's like, oh, my God, you shouldn't cuss as much because then he has to edit it. That's a lot of work for him. I'm like, sorry, Mom. With the funny thing is, it's like, I'm the one that cusses the most out of us, so. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty great. Um, But, yeah, my mom's always telling me, like, don't make Jared work too much. <laughs> That's I, I always laugh when I hear that. <laughs> so, uh, for the record, my mom cares about what or not. uh but yeah i am actually probably after i don't let me forget to eat hey don't forget to eat and honestly like when you said that there was something in the series that reminded me you of me i was wondering if that was it yep (laughs) yeah um but legit don't let me forget to eat but i'm probably gonna like go take a bath after this and read the rest of the the volume two manga that i have yeah you should do it yeah um I'm almost finished with it, which is why I ordered the next one, but uh, I'm excited. I really like this series, and again, as somebody who's an adult and in a nerdy like, it's real relatable, Mm -hmm. Uh, but also just, like, I really love love stories. Look, all right, let's get real here. You like some cute romance I like some cute romance This is some good cute romance it's some real cute romance with also some nerdy stuff in there. There you go. That's all you need. You like references? You get references. Put that on the back There's of the box. There's a Sailor Moon reference. Oh, right. We didn't even talk about that. <laughs> the Sailor Moon reference is great. It's a Sailor Moon reference that segues into Dragon Ball. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he, he like walks in on her and she's crying at her desk watching something. He's like, what the heck is happening? Is she okay? And then like he looks around and realizes that she's watching Sailor Moon. And he's like, oh, my God, why are you crying about Sailor Moon at work? What the heck? Like, why would you do that? And she's like, you would do that, too. And then they end up watching Dragon Ball, and he's crying. Yep. 
It's real good. It's great. It's real good. It's a good, a good gag, good reference. There's a lot of good references in this. There really is. Um. So, but don't feel upset if you don't get all the references because there's a lot of references. So yeah, you should uh, you should check this out. Whether it is uh, reading the manga or suffering through finding it on Amazon Prime and watching it via that, or do both. Or do both. Um, personally, if, if I was like talking to somebody and they were interested in this, I would tell them to read the manga. Yeah. But I do understand that not everybody's into that. So like the anime is a good way to get like a taste of what it is. And no, unfortunately not everyone has Amazon prime. So if you don't have that, that makes it hard. But yeah, this is a series you should definitely check out. Yeah. If you like any of the stuff we just talked about. So. Do you like nerdy stuff? Do you like romance? This is for you. Well, here you go. <laughs> it's perfect. It's a really good show. And, like, all the characters are really, like, well-made. They have great characterization. They have very distinct personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like I said, like, the two, like, sub-main characters are super well-fleshed out, which is not... That doesn't always happen. Right. Uh, so that's great. And I really like this. And I'm glad that you powered through the show so that we could talk about it because I was real hoping that we would talk about this this week. Yay! Yay! Well, I was going to wrap this episode up then. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you would like more from us, go to SeasonalAnimeCheckup.com or SAC.cool. It's where you can find past episodes of this podcast or other podcasts like Season Anime Checkup and Jared Now Watch. Uh, you can find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you want more from Ann Lady, I'm go to AnnLadium.com. She's got columns and reviews. Follow us on Twitter, Twitter.com slash AnimeCheckup. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash S-A-C-O-V-A. Mm-hmm. Next week, we'll do something. Which we've, been, we've been saying also, for like the last few weeks, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, just as a, a shout out, thanks to our uh, Patreon people. You guys are the best. It's true. We have a goal complete now. We have a goal complete. I'm real happy about that. If you want to get us to, hey, let's do some, let's do some shilling here. Uh, All right, let's do it. Our next goal. Mm-hmm. Which obviously probably won't happen for a while, but uh, if we're able to sustain thirty whole dollars, thirty whole doll hairs, thirty whole dollars, doll hairs. Uh, <laughs> yikes! And if you're a patron, patreon, patron, there you go. That patron word. of Patreon. Uh, we'll do an exclusive Jared and I watch series for you, where we watch Persona to Trinity, uh, Persona Trinity Soul. That it, monstrosity. It, it should be interesting. Oh boy. Woo. Oh boy. Uh, so yeah. That's our shilling. But uh, thank you guys. Yeah, totally. It's uh, it's real cool to have people support us in that way. Mm-hmm. Always it very, very happy. appreciative. Um, but yeah, next week we'll figure out something to talk about like mm-hmm. we uh, usually do. 